This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, welcome. Happy New Year. Good afternoon. Get ready to laugh here on Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I'm doing great, Mark. Happy, happy New Year. Yep, I am so glad to see 23 go. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> We're excited to talk to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock. We're almost up to our thousandth show. So I need some jokes. Send us some jokes. <laughs> We're on every Saturday, 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio 1210. If you want to ask us a question about mortgages with the Mortgage Mom, commercial residential real estate, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan? My number is 609-605-7153. And we're the only real estate show in town, so we're here to keep you informed. We answer our phones, so if you want to listen to this show, past shows, go to our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com. And also, we're celebrating our 15th year on the radio. You can also listen to WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, I, I want to pause for one second and just say thank you because I know this month is our 15th anniversary month on the radio, and it's been nothing but awesome. And I've been teasing you about all the gifts in the mail, the gifts in the mail, and you actually did send me a gift. And it I was did. sparkly, and it had a 15 on it. And Shiny. It was very shiny. So thank you. I love it. Thank you. You're very welcome. 15 years on the radio. There you go. <laughs> so coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Continuing series, yes. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. Please, please, please send stories. Um, please. We have our mortgage mom topic. And you- today I'm going I'm going to go over some webinar- webinars that I'm going to be doing the second Thursday of every month that is just going to be jam-packed with information. So I'm going to go over information that on that today as well. All right, good. All right, so we have um, our questions that were sent in. The first question is, when to do the home inspection and all the utilities were off, what do we do? Hmm. Next question is, my real estate agent told us we don't need a home inspection because there was another buyer who did their own and everything Mm -hmm. was all right. 
Should we hire our own inspector? That's a good question. Yeah. The next question is, how clean does a house have to be when you sell it to someone? The buyers want us to pay an outrageous bill to have the place cleaned after the final walkthrough. That's a common one. <laughs> the next question is, are there tax advantages to selling your house right before the new year? I'm a little late on that one. <laughs> a little late. Um Last question is, after I bought a condominium, I found out I can't park my work vehicle in our parking spots. Is this true? That's a good one. That's come up a couple of times. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And Mark, our topic of the day is the dinks and who are they? And this is going to be part two. So a continuation from the last time we recorded. We did the show. Sorry. (laughs) But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, life is like riding a bicycle. Bicycle To keep your balance, you've got to keep on moving. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good so one for at? the new year. So, Mark, yeah. we are up to the market report. And there is Frank's bell. So, the latest home sales data offers hope the American housing market is finally looking up. As the housing market finally turned a quarter and the end of the year looked merry and bright, a new report from the National Association of Realtors has found that after five straight months of decline, sales of existing homes ticked up 8% in November compared to previous months to a seasonally adjusted rate of 3.82 million homes. Data released on December 20th offers a glimmer of hope, although home sales throughout 23 were slated to be the lowest level since the housing crisis back in 2011. America real estate may have a long list of uh, uh, long at long last hit the bottom and we're on our way up. We're opposed to beginning a slow and steady recovery throughout 24. And we expect the market to see a bunch of small wins. The real estate market recovery will be de- depend on the mortgage rates, which are finally going down. Yes, they is, are. And they reached a multi-decade high in October for a fixed rate rate of 7.49. Since then, the rates have dropped an average of 6.6 for the week ending December 28th, going lower, providing some relief to home buyers who are grappling with affordability and luring more home shoppers from the sidelines. In fact, November's NAR report still reflects buyer bidding process in most of October when mortgage rates are at a two-decade high. A market turn can be expected as the mortgage rates have plunged in the recent weeks. The data hints at the impact that falling rates will have on buyer activity. Though seller activity remains stifled, the existing home sales data suggests that buyers are ready to respond to more affordable housing conditions. And while buyers actively is likely to remain relatively low, any improvement in housing affordability is likely to bring more buyers. So buyers are they're starting to get off the fence and they're starting to really think about making moves. As a result, though, the housing affordability is likely to persist because of the rates and this inflation. I cannot wait till we got a new administration. <laughs> they do something about this inflation. It's just a killer. It affects everything. You know, it's a mindset. You know, when things seem bad, people don't make moves. Yet one of one of my wannabe buyers who put the house on their wish list for 24 should know that they might still face some formidable challenges. For one, mortgage rates might be falling, but they're still high enough that they may, current owners may feel locked into their houses and don't want to pull the trigger and move because they got a 3% mortgage, whatever. 
And the gap between the mortgage rates and the typical outstanding mortgage today remains sizable, which will keep many sellers on the sidelines. But I think during, I figure predict halfway through the year, I think some sellers are going to start really making some moves. And and buyer activities likely continue heating up as long as affordability improves. If buyer demand picks up faster than for sale inventory, it is possible that prices rise more quickly, eliminating savings from a lower mortgage rate. And prices are still going up. They're not going down. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, yeah. you know, we, my son put an offer in a house <laughs> over the holidays and, you know, it's just, it cracks me up. It's, the house has been on the market for a little while. Contract fell through, but- as soon as you put an offer in on a house, all the realtors are like, well, we have multiple offers and, you know, give us your final, like the house has been sitting. We decide to put an right. offer in on a house and all of a sudden there's multiple offers. Like seriously, show them to me. Yeah, I have to, I'm actually involved in something like that. And uh, I don't know, you know, some of these realtors, I just don't believe them. Right. You know, I mean, it's, it's just all of this sudden, magically, every house you want to put an offer in, there's multiple offers. I'm not buying. Uh, my it. intent, if uh, some agent told me that you know oh, we got other offers, then I would want to know. And there's actually a form that agents can use that shows by uh, all the offers, but they don't mostly use it. But I'm involved in one right now where somebody told a buyer that there was another offer, but I don't think there was. I think they were just saying that to get the deal done. Right. Right. And anyway, so the bottom. Yeah. So the bottom line for these shoppers, wait until mortgage rates drop and might backfire. If you're ready to buy, buy. You know, you might want to get out there and stay ahead of the crowds. No doubt will arrive once the rates subside. But, you know, if you're renting, we're predicting rents to go up 6.7% at 24. So you got to do the math. It's just not, well, oh, the rates are at six. Uh, I'm going to wait till they come down to four. Well, you know what? So you're going to pay a few more years of rent? And like lose why? the appreciation. We keep saying it over That's and over right. again. And we're appreciating 7%. And then it's by neighborhood. And then it's by neighborhood. Yeah. Buyers should evaluate their finances and preferences to determine if they're able to find a suitable house in their budget in today's market. For those who would rather wait and see, there's a silver lining. Though the competition may heat up in the spring, inventory will likely pick up as well, offering buyers more options. The lesson applies to homeowners too, though. Those who put their house on the market now will likely enjoy less competition from other sellers, and that might that might result in higher profits. Right. And the net is the key. Yeah. Now, so tell us about the rates. So the rates, you know, I, my crystal ball. I think it's starting to clear up a little bit, Mark. But you know, we're looking at about on your thirty-year conventional, we're looking at six point six two five percent. And my, I'm going to make another prediction. And I'm going to say by March of 2024, we are going to be under six. All right. All right. On I'll your 30 year. Calendar. You got a date in March or? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put March first. All right. Now give me till the end of the month. So uh, right. your 15 year fixed is at 6%. <laughs> you have your 30 year FHA and that's hovering right around 5.75 to 6%. The same with your VA. 5.756%. Okay. Know your facts and know your data before you say no. Just give us a call, do a consultation. It's painless. It doesn't cost anything, but know your data. 
Give me a call. 609-605-7153. And yeah, I mean, historically, rates are 7 8%, so now we're going to be down in the sixes. Right. So it's time to get off the fence. You're right. All right, so with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News from Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD All Positive all the time. So into 24 we go. So where are you at, Dan? Mark, this is going to be the best year ever. Ever. Ever? Ever. ever. Another prediction. <laughs> all right, so we are up to your funny story. All right, so uh, this couple, they are moved to a uh, 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 retirement uh, facility and... Anyway, it's the wife's 55th birthday. So he he asked the wife, he goes, what do you want for your 55th birthday? He goes, she goes, I'd like to be a six again. So in the morning of her birthday, he woke her up early and he went to a local amusement park. What a day. He took her on every ride in the park, the death slide, the scream loop, the wall of horror, everything. Like, wow. Five hours later, dizzy and sick to his stomach, he staggered out of the amusement park. They went straight to McDonald's, and her husband ordered her a Happy Meal with extra fries and a refreshing chocolate shake. (laughs) Then they went to the movies, and they watched the Disney movie, and it was an amazing adventure. Finally, she returned home with her husband and collapsed on the bed. Her husband leaned over and asked her affectionately, So, honey, what was it like to be six years old again? The woman looked up at him wearily and said, you fool, I meant my dress size. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> if you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501. And now it is time for the Mortgage Mount segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic is what she's going to be doing for all you guys out there, upcoming webinars in 2024. 
Yeah. So, so what Mark, are you, do? you know, we talk about this on the radio show and I've been, you know, one of my, one of my goals was to actually start a podcast um, and just, you know, make sure that I'm out there more than I am because there's just so much information that needs to be given. And on the right. second Thursday of every month, it's, we're going to be doing um, a webinar and we want to start the new year off, right? Our goal is, you know, to really make this go viral. So on you January, said we, you and you and who? We're gonna Mike Fitzpatrick. I actually watched one of his uh, yes the other day. Did you? Yeah, he he had, did a thing on buyers and sellers. Okay. And I wasn't in it. I have to have a talk with him. No. <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a Happy New Year hat standing in his yard. Oh, did he really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the things we're going to be doing. But on January 11th at 7 p.m., we're going to talk about a few things. So just to give you a highlight, um, we're going to talk about the rates and we're going to explain that actually when the Fed cuts the interest rate, it's not necessarily the mortgage rate. Right. We've talked about that right. before. Um, it's actually the interest rate at which the banks lend to each other overnight. So right. the bank rate generally refers to the interest rate set by a central bank for lending to commercial banks. So when you hear that the Fed is going to increase the rates 0.5% or lower them 0.5%, it does not mean your rate will increase on your mortgage. Right. The second thing we're going to go over because of the rates and how they've dropped, we're going to go over refining and we're going to determine the best time to refinance because it depends on a lot of factors, including your interest rate, your credit score, what are your financial goals? It's not just about paying off debt, refinancing, getting a lower interest rate. There's a lot more that goes into it, Mark, because it's all about creating wealth. And that's some of the things that we really need to share. People don't understand what they can do with that extra money, whether they're investing it into another property, maybe they're getting a CD. I mean, there's so many different options and we really need to consider consulting with a financial advisor. Yeah. And renters are not getting any of them advantages. Oh, I mean, they're not, they're not. And you can just see over time, you know, the actual cost of waiting. The next one is a team structure. You know, why is it important to interview the right mortgage team and real estate team. It's not going on the internet, applying for a loan, getting a pre-approval, which you've never even sent any of their documents. You can't get a hold of anybody and you need the guidance. You need to hire a team rather than an individual that can, you know, because a team can offer so many different advantages. You always have someone to communicate. You always have somebody that's going to respond to an email. Um, you have better coverage, better support, and there's always somebody there to address your needs. Definitely. The other part is wealth building. So, you know, what is actually a real estate investment? What are my loan options now? There are so many more products that have come out that are on the market where for a self-employed person, it's a win-win. I mean, I don't even collect tax returns on a self-employed person anymore because of new loans that are out there. They they basically go off of the cash flow. Now the interest rate is a little bit higher and I'm going to go over that next week. So make sure you stay tuned next week to go over what's called a DSCR loan. And again, it allows you to become an investor. 
if you don't want to pay the, you know, all the taxes, the income taxes, we don't care. All I need is a positive cash flow. We've also, um, we're going to go over some smart renovations, so strategic home improvements, which can increase the property value, um, diversified investments, retirement accounts, income generating assets. You know, should you have an emergency fund, right? Everybody buys a house, but what if a month later the water heater breaks? Like, what are we doing? What are we using? What funds? And financial planning. Um, I'd really, really like to have a financial planner come onto our show, Mark, and actually join us because they are a wealth of information as well. So we, I really want to look into that. So if anybody's listening, you're a financial planner and you think you would be an asset to our show, give us a call. Let's have a conversation and we'd love to have you on. Yeah, we should have a financial planner. Agreed. Agreed, agreed. All right. So Mark, we are going to take a break right now. Yes. And we're going to come back. So make sure you stay tuned because we're going to go over our question and answer segment. And they sent us some really good questions this time. All right. Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99 including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD All Positive all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. And our first question What's is... the first one? Went to do the home inspection and all the utilities were off. What do we do? You call your agent because according to the contract... When you go to do the home inspection, the utilities are supposed to be on. A lot of sellers make this mistake uh, because of lack of information. Agents don't coach them correctly. The utilities have to be on when they go for the final walkthrough to make sure everything's working. I, I've seen this so many times. Or in, like I didn't. It has never happened to me, but it's happened to a lot of agents I know. And you just got to tell these sellers, 
listen, you don't turn them off. And then you tell the buyer, if you got the buyer, you want to get a hold of the companies, tell them you're settling on this date and then get, you know, the utilities changed into their name. But the seller has to leave them on. Because then how are you going to know if anything, everything's working like it was when you did the home inspection or when you saw the house? So Yeah. And the other thing is too, I mean, especially with the winter, you don't know if the pipes are going to freeze. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't turn everything off. Do that stuff in Minnesota, you're going to have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next one. All right. The next question is, my real estate agent told us we don't need a home inspection because there was another buyer who did the home inspection and everything was all right. (laughs) Should we hire an inspector? Definitely hire an inspector. First of all, the other buyer's home inspection is their property. That shouldn't even be shared with the new buyer. Right. Unless that other buyer says it's okay, but I'm actually involved in something right now. I can't get into any details, but it's something like this took place and they told them that, you know, you don't need a home inspection. Everything's fine. Well, after they moved in, they found out there was all kinds of problems and they didn't. Yeah. And the the agent wasn't watching the clock. And if you don't put in like a, a certain amount of time to do, so you got to hire a home inspector, which are, they're busy. So now you got a buyer and seller, they're busy too, right? And everybody's busy. The agents are busy. So you got to hire an inspector, set up the inspection date. And if you don't put any a different date in the contract, it's 10 days. So that means you only have 10 days to hire an inspector, organize the logistics that the sellers are going to be there, the buyer can be there, the home inspector can be there. Then the re- ins- home inspector has to do a report, get it back to the buyer they got to review it with their agent and then send any requests or anything that they want done back to the seller within 10 days. It's like, I never do that. I always change that to make it like 25, 30 days. If you get it done in, in fast or fine, but why put yourself up against a clock? Right. But you should always hire your own inspector. I mean, I would, if an agent told me that my antennas would be up. So sure. do not do that. All right. What's no, the next great. The next question is, how clean does a house have to be when you sell it to someone? The buyers want us to pay an outrageous bill to have the place cleaned after the final walkthrough. Well, if you read your contract, which most people don't, at the very end of the contract, is in the contract in Pennsylvania, and I think Jersey and a bunch of other states, yep. said the house should be broom swept free of debris. Yep. So that's not a white glove test. That means that you took everything. Remember my Uncle Ray years ago and he sold the house <laughs> and Uncle Ray did wrought irons and he had one of them big houses in Fishtown that went from street to street. Right. And I kept telling, and they were already moved out and, and the wife was down here. Ray wasn't even come. And I called Uncle Ray up. I said, you can get everything out of this house, right? He goes, oh yeah, yeah. So we go for the final walkthrough. We show up, the buyers show up was on a lockbox. They call us up. He didn't take anything. I call him up, but as soon as he answered the phone, he started laughing. All he took was his fishing gear. He left everything else. (laughs) It cost us 600 bucks to get the place emptied out. Crazy. She was going to kill him. (laughs) Yes. It has to be free of debris, broom swept. It don't have to be spick and span. Right. All right. All right. Question number four. Are there tax advantages to selling your house before the new year? There are. And that's why we're right before the new year, we're telling people that if you have an opportunity 
during the holidays is a great time to buy because everybody's motivated. The buyers are motivated. The sellers are motivated if they or if they're got their house listed, and you get to do it on next year's taxes. Right. So there are tax advantages now. Now, if you buy a house, you're not going to get that advantage till the next year. So there are tax advantages, and which renters do not get. No, you do not. So, <laughs> all right. What's the next one? All right. The last question is: After I bought a condominium, I found out I can't park my work vehicle in our par- in our parking spots. Is that true? Yeah. Now we've run into this before with one of our friends that owns an electrical uh, company, and he got a, a wrap put on his van, technically making it a commercial vehicle. Well, he didn't read the one and a half inch thick Bylaws, condo right. docks, which hardly anybody reads. And it said in there, no commercial vehicles. So all of a sudden you got a problem. And this is the vehicle he uses the most. And he can't park it in the condo's parking lot because technically it's a commercial vehicle. So that's a problem. Now, what he did, he started going to the meetings, which most people don't do. And now he is president of the condo association and they changed the rules and now he's fine. Now, you know, at, but Mark, that's a, you got to be careful with condo rules. Now that's a great point because where Tommy was going to purchase, you know, had a homeowners association and I read, you know, it was like 25 pages. I read <laughs> them. And then after I got done, I told him, I said, you need to get on this board. And I explained, you know, all the reasons why and it, and he totally agreed, but I mean, you got to be active in your community, know what's going on, know what you can do, know what you can't do, but also control it. And most of them, they're like little civic associations and the, the people that show up all the times are the ones that have time in their hands. And I, I worked at city council and government for years, and I and I dealt with tons of civic yeah. associations. And I really don't like dealing with civic <laughs> associations because you got this little handful of members that come to everything. And if you're not going to these meetings, they can take votes and pass new right. rules. And you find out after the fact. Like we told some stories over the last 15 years about the woman that wore high heels on the third floor and they wanted carpets yep. in and no showers after 11 p.m. No because they could hear the water. Yeah, no vacuuming after yeah. a certain period. And they'd love me with the band, you know, <laughs> no music uh, after 11 o'clock, 10, 59, 59. So, you know, you, 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 if you are in a condo or HO association, man, you want to go to those meetings but it's- because you don't want a handful of people. Taking making new rules that you're not aware yeah, of. I mean, but there's we always hear about the the common one is the flagpole. Right. Right. People put a flagpole up and then it hits the news. Oh, they they don't want me flying the American flag. It's not about the flag. Right. You're not allowed to put the flagpole right. up. Now my mom joined yeah, her more, association, you know, years ago when um when she lived in the condo and they did nothing but party. I mean, every meeting was, you know, wine and hors d'oeuvres and you know, so it was a social event for her, but um, yeah, and that's the way they yeah. should be. That's the way I wish politicians were. I wish they could go to uh, Harrisburg once in a while and say everything's going pretty good. Let's go to yeah, lunch. Yeah, go have a scotch no. and solve all the problems, S- would you? There used to there used to be a cartoon that ran in the national papers called "There Ought to Be a Law," and I remember from when I when I was a kid. And, you know, people get together and they can't just say, you know, everything's going pretty like the real estate commission. I can't stand them. You know, can't they ever meet? And just say, like, everything's going good and not make any changes? Right. No. 
because they traveled up there, uh, you know, somebody's got a couple brilliant ideas, and next thing you know, we got new regulations. <laughs> regulations are worse than taxes because they really slow things down. So, bottom line of all that is, go to the damn meetings. You want to know what's going on. You don't have to go to every one. Yeah, get involved. Let them know you're around. Get involved. All right. All right. So coming up next, Mark, is going to be our topic of the day. And this is going to be the dinks. Who are they? And this is going to be part two. So stay tuned and get some info. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale. Get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is the dinks. Who are they? And this is part two. Yeah, I started talking about this a couple weeks ago. And who are the dinks? They are dual income, no kids. And the relevance of this thing is this group is growing. These, these people are childless by choice. They get who could get married, could have kids, but choose instead to have a barren, sterile relationship focused entirely on superficial wants and desires. <laughs> so this is all about them. Things are getting a lot of attention these days. Uh, on, a, on a Monday, Business Insider ran a piece titled Meet the Typical Dink. They have over 200000 in the bank and they aren't paying for pricey child care. And I talked a little bit about this last time. And according to 2022 American Community Survey data, around 5% of the country's total population was cohabiting adults who did not live with a child under 18. And around 29% of the total population are married couples who do not live with a child under 18. Among the unmarried couples, that is a figure slightly up from 2019 when it was 4.4% of the population. So this group is growing. And they actually have a thing on TikTok where they're like staying in touch with one another. 
A Pew survey found that 44% of non-parent ages, 18 to 49, were said they were not likely or at all to have kids someday, up from 37%. This week, it has been a sudden surge in TikTok videos promoting the dink lifestyle. Most of them follow the same format, which revolves around increased ability to buy stuff. This is the theme that runs through to basically all of the dink propaganda. For dink snacks, Costa play, Costa, uh, Costco play, apparently <laughs> a central role in their lives. On their deathbeds, while they're lying there alone with no one to mourn for them or care, they're dying to remember when they're gone. If a hospital nurse asked them to pass along a final piece of wisdom, they'll look up at, with their final dying breath and whisper, get a Costco membership. They have great deals on Cheez-Its. <laughs> So a person's life has to revolve around something. This is the whole point. And this has social impact on society. It has to be dedicated to somebody. Even their own testimony, it's clear that when people choose to be childless, they're less inevitably around pure, self-centered, unadulterated, unencumbered consumption. This is what makes Rise to Think so catastrophic. If the Think lifestyle was adopted by the majority of humans, it would spell the end of human species. The rise of childless by choice demographic is the rise of a group that has, in principle, given up on finding any meaning of life beyond the multiplication and satisfaction of desire. So the dinks will grow in number, but they also grow in misery. They will live superficial lives, die anonymous deaths, and if they have their way, they'll take civilization down with them. That's, you can't. That's not right. I'm telling you this anyway. I'm tell, talking about what's this thing with TikTok, and they're all talking and they join these groups but at least they'll get to spend more time at costco uh, and why here's why it matters growing popularity of dink dual income no kids lifestyle is a concerning trend choosing to forego parenthood in favor of a dedicated consumption materialism is a self-centered decision that threatens society's future in a recent surge in TikTok videos promoting dink lifestyle showcases the disturbing preoccupation with material possessions this focus on comp consumption as the primary source of fulfillment is a shallow and ultimately empty pursuit a majority adoption of dink lifestyles could spell disaster for humanity as society without children and society without a future while dinks find may find temporary happiness in their materialism the risks living superficial lives and dying anonymously taking civilization down with them so like there's actually an issue about couples not having enough kids i mean well I it's going to have an you, impact down the line look would you would you want to have another kid right now not knowing if what gender they're going to decide to be when they're 10 years old you know what if i was starting out i wouldn't be worried about that stuff because having a kid is so satisfaction satisfying oh, it's, no, no matter you know what. what it's amazing but i do want to i want to bring up one point my all right i'm not even going to say who it is but i know someone very close to me that is a dink yep. and she is a professor at a university in the area and she took on all of her students as her children she takes them to spain she takes them to italy you know as it's all part of, you know, a curriculum, but you know, it's, she's definitely not materialistic and her passion is, is teaching her students. So, 
you know, not everybody. Yeah, is but the good thing then she then she sends them home and she's good to go. <laughs> you know, that's like go visiting. You know, your the all your cousins kids. come, yeah, and then they they go home. Thank God. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> look at what happened in China. China had a rule that you could only have one kid. Now right. it's two kids because right. they were worried they're you know not having the and and look at the amount of baby boomers in the United States. They are almost the same in number as millennials. So, and they're dying off. They're getting older. So, and so if this next group, the millennials don't have to start having enough kids somewhere down the road, it's going to catch up to everybody. And China saw it and they up there, you know, it was against the law to have more than one kid in China. I mean, could you imagine? I know. Well, you know, that's why I don't understand why these people think socialism and communism is such a great idea when they can get involved in your life that much. I mean, if you had two kids, you went to jail. I mean, that's pretty sick. But anyway, I know a lot of people never hear about the dinks and I happen to read about the dinks. So it's a growing (laughs) phenomenon and it's not a good one. I don't think. I don't, I don't agree either. So. So anyway, anyway, all right. All right. Well, that was a good topic to start 2024. Don't be a dink. Have a couple kids. (laughs) You know, like after World War II, they all came back and everybody had four or five kids, six kids, seven Uh, kids. That's (laughs) That's why our childhood was so much fun. On my block (laughs) in Kensington, there had to be 40 of us. Raising major ruckus. Yeah. And we used to go out in the morning, be home for dinner. That was it, man. You didn't see us. Yeah. Yep. And then after dinner, just, you could go out and be home by the time the lights went off. The lights came right. on on the street. Oh, my God. All right, Mark. So we are up to our segment with Asking Dr. A. And today we're going to talk about goal setting for the essence. Yes, in 2024. How are you, Dr. Abelson? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? We're very good. Happy Wonderful. to be in the 24. So tell now we did the D and the I, how they plan for the upcoming year. Tell us about how the S's that are all about why and don't make snap decisions. How do they plan? Well, it's interesting because in some regards, the S's are easier to work with regarding planning because they like to have a step wise approach to things and they like to have goals and they like to know where they're headed and they're probably out of the four different major behavioral styles uh the most practical and easy to work with that way in the same regards or i should say in different regards they are the most difficult because it's harder to pull things from them right and they're there they want to try to to appease you they want to make uh you feel good about working with them so sometimes they don't necessarily tell you everything that's going on for them or how they're feeling about it or what the thoughts are. And sometimes you just have to really just pull stuff from them. So if you can pull it from them, right, uh, that's great because then make a longer list and then work with them to prioritize what is the most important for them. And then you go back and you use regular goal setting type of approaches where you talk about specific activities Deadlines, those types of yeah, things. Yeah, and the S's, they want to know where it's going and what's the win for them and the win for everybody. But they, you know, you can't, if you're a good leader, you want to like, you know, S's will think, you know, the boss comes in and here we go again and they cross their arms and we're going to be told what to do. A good leader comes in and has a couple points and then tries to 
you know, what do you guys think we should do or in our plan? And they'll come up with great ideas, but they're not going to be out of the gate. They're going to be, you got to coax them a little bit. Like my director of operations for my school is a high S and trying to plan for 24 for me is very difficult. Like we did it back in October when you're supposed to do it, but it was like her, she's very practical. And then we made a bunch of changes to how we looked at how, what we were going to do with all the classes in 24. And in fact, it was like 23 was so stressful for me. I was like, let, I let her run with it and like bring her back a plan to me. And, and it worked out good because that's who they are. They're, they're planners and they want to know the win and what's going to work. Absolutely. And and that's the pleasure of working with the S's uh, when it comes to goal setting, uh, because you if you get if you again, if you do it stepwise and what happens is, OK, we're going to come up with this list. What are the priorities? OK, let's take goal number one. What is our plan for number one? Let's take goal number two. What is our plan for number two? And they love that because it helps them prioritize. Uh, an issue with that is once you get down to to go like five or six, they're starting to get overwhelmed because that's right. when they're starting to 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 be concerned. Oh, well, there's too much on the plate again, and those types of things. So it's that that's why it's it's helpful. Okay, these are our first priority goals. These are our second priority goals. These are our third priority goals. Or this is what we're going to try and do. Let's plan out the first quarter of the year. Let's now plan out the second quarter of the year. So right. th- they like it to be much more systematic and much more programmatic, uh, and that helps them get a handle on it and what the expectations for them are, which is another important aspect of goal settings with them. It's really important with us is to talk about what are your expectations of them because their expectations are typically going to be much more stringent and they're going to be much more they're going to be harder on themselves okay than you would be so it's nice for them to hear what the expectations are because that makes it easier for them to be successful that's a great point and they'll that's also they'll also help help keep you accountable yes. like it's 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 crazy in the real estate industry 90 percent of the real estate agents in the country don't have an assistant which baffles me now, a good assistant's going to be a high S, which, you know, if your number one job every day is to call five or 10 people, that number one job for that assistant is put that list in front of you and which holds you accountable because the assistant's going to know if you're doing it or not. So if you're playing for the year, you're starting this assistant at 24 grand a year. And if you do everything and the assistant could get to 50 grand a year by the end of the year, because you're making five, 10 phone calls a day. They'll hold you accountable to it. Absolutely. And then if you, you're not doing your part, they're bailing. They're with the wrong person. And another aspect is frequently if, if you want them to have some C as well, so they're collecting the data for you and they're keeping the information and they're they're focusing on have you met your specific goals, not just have you met your goals because they're not going to hold like – PRS isn't going to hold you as accountable as you would probably need. When you have the C in there, then they hold you more, you know, accountable for that. So next time what we're going to do is we're going to look at the C behavioral style and to see what are the factors with the C behavioral style. And then um, I'm going to make an announcement uh, a couple weeks from now regarding an entirely new product that we're pushing out, which is going to be really awesome. So if you want to get a hold of us, it's real easy. It's Abelson at abelson.net or just go to www.abelson.net. Thank you, Dr. A. Very good, doctor. 
Happy All right. New Happy New Year, Dr. Avis. Thank you. Guys. So if you have any questions, you can right. email them to 8029 at Comcast.net <laughs> or give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at 609-605-7153. Very good. And a special thanks to all of our listeners and our sponsors for keeping us on the air all these years. Going into our 16th year here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. So we hope you make you a faithful listener every Saturday at 1 o'clock and also on Odyssey. So with that, have a great week. Happy New Year. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. I want to send a very, very heartful thank you to Frank, our producer, as well. Yeah, thank you, Frank. Happy New Year. So with that, you've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of their past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre recorded.